If you've had bill shock after a GP appointment recently, this won't be news to you, but the average gap fee is now more than the rebate. That's according to the Federal Health Minister Mark Butler himself, who says it's never been more difficult or more expensive to see a doctor. As healthcare costs rise, around 3.5% of Australians postponed or just skipped GP visits last year, a 50% jump on 2021. Only 14% of medical graduates now want to work as GPs. Some were hoping that the release of the strengthening Medicare report and the federal government's response would provide solutions for some of these issues. The 12-page report has been released today and it includes 21 broad recommendations to improve access and delivery, but... Health Minister Mark Butler says it's not going to be a quick or easy process. Now, after nine long years of cuts and neglect to Medicare, particularly that six-year Medicare rebate freeze, um, I want to tell Australians, honestly, it's not going to be quick and it's not going to be fixed in one budget. But this report sets a very clear challenge to government about how we start to turn things around in general practice and primary care more broadly. And this government is up for that challenge. Dr Nicole Higgins is the president of the Royal Australian College of General Practitioners. She was also on that task force responsible for that report. Welcome to the program. Thank you very much. The college has, your organisation, has issued a statement cautiously welcoming the task force report. Why that qualification? Look, this is a very high level report that has, you know, some general ideas, but the devil is always in the detail. And for us, this is about, you know, how is this going to support patients? If if we don't get this right, our patients will miss out. And we already know that after 10 years of underfunding and undervaluing of general practice, you know, this system uh, is cracking and patients are having to pay more and it's getting more and more difficult. It's not just general practice, it's the whole of health system that needs reform. You were on that task force, as I say. Why not issue more specific recommendations? Is there a sense that that is for later? This was bringing bringing all the stakeholders into the room. Uh, It does take a long time to look at reform. We want to make sure that we look at the best evidence from around the world and bring best practice. We don't want to have, we need some quick fixes and to stem the bleeding within general general practice, but we need to make sure that the long-term reform is for the whole of sector. It's not just general practice, it's the hospital system, it's pharmacy, it's uh, making sure that we have adequate workforce across all of health and really taking a big picture view. You mentioned quick fixes there. What are they? Okay, so what we do welcome from the government is they've recognised that it's important to rebate patients back for their longer consultations with a doctor. So that's for people with more complex and chronic conditions or mental health. But the disappointment is the patient's Medicare rebate hasn't been increased. Now, what happens is that when you go and see your your GP, you get money back from the government and that's called your Medicare rebate. If the doctor accepts that as full payment, that's bulk billing. What's happened is that Medicare rebate has been frozen for the last 10 years by successive governments and not indexed and it simply hasn't kept up with the cost of providing care. That now means that patients have got bigger gaps uh, as, you know, like like everyone else, uh, general practices have got to pay staff and electricity and rent and those costs have gone up. And 
the rebate doesn't keep up with that. Health Minister Mark Butler has definitely not ruled out an increase to the Medicare rebate, but you've nominated this as a quick fix. What dollar figure do you want to see that increased by? And so, we, you know, a minimum of 20%. But to get things up where they are, we, we've been subsidising uh, consultations for a long time in general practice, and it's got to the point we can't continue to subsidise patients' care, and it's up to the government to increase that rebate. Ultimately, it's the patients who'll miss out. The other uh, issue that came out from uh, would have liked to have seen resolved at National Cabinet today is that there is now a double tax being put on general practice from the states who on one hand call for reform and then on the other hand decide to tax Medicare. Now, what that means, uh, we already pay payroll tax on staff and doctors in training, uh, that they're going to tax the Medicare that comes in as well. That will be passed on to patients. That will undermine any other reform and it will kill off bulk billing. What is the value of taxing Medicare to the states? How much are they clawing back from that? Yeah, so we know that the states, you know, their coffers are empty and they're, they're looking at everywhere where they can claw money back, but it's a false economy. If, if you start taxing general practice and Medicare, what will happen? The gaps increase, bulk billing stops, They'll end up in the state hospital system. Our emergency departments will overflow, ramping increases, and that's going to cost the government more. So let's invest, you know, in preventing that happening in the first place. And, you know, general practice is the cost-efficient engine room of, of the health system and it needs to be funded better. You said just now that you want to see the Medicare rebate increased and you wanted that to happen, well, yesterday, I guess. Uh, you said a minimum of 20%. Do you mean for every item number, there should be a minimum of 20% increase in the Medicare rebate available for that item number? Definitely for our, look, across the board. But what we're also recommending is that uh, the tripling of the bulk billing incentive. So this is to support patients who are, are vulnerable or on healthcare cards, our children. And what that will do is to stem the uh, bulk billing decline, that's something that can be done straight away and that would definitely help our patients be able to uh, afford to see their GP. The other area is that you know, there's been 20% of patients have said they can't afford their medications. So let's look at reforming how that's delivered so that patients, uh, you know, might be bigger pack sizes so you don't have to, to go to the pharmacy so often. It might be longer prescriptions or enabling different points of access like they do overseas. So it uh, might be, a, you know, the supermarkets or different places. So we need to look at the whole sector about where we can actually undertake reform and support patients to access good quality, cost-effective care. If you've just joined us, RACGP President Dr Nicole Higgins is talking about today's release of the Strengthening Medicare Task Force report here on RN Drive. Another theme of this report, which, I mean, you were part of the task force, I don't need to tell you this, uh, yeah. but it, it's about expanding the blended or multidisciplinary um, approach to primary care. You've qualified your support for this saying it still has to be accessed via, via general practice. Why funnel everything through general practice if multidisciplinary care is the answer to relieving the enormous pressures on the sector? 
So when we look through the patient journey, the one the one constant and the one person who's uh, you're trained in that whole person care is is the GP. Now during different times, it might be that you've you know you've hurt your back and we'll bring in a physiotherapist, or uh, you're having a baby, so we work with a midwife. It's important to make sure we have continuity of care. And the problem is if we fragment fragment care and have uh, different areas, uh, just it'll end up like the NDIS. So making sure that we have a system where we all work together, patient at the centre, but also knowing that there's somebody who's got ultimate responsibility uh, and care. And that's why we're calling calling to make sure that, uh, you know, we have, have it wrapped around general practice and people can access that care when they need to. We already work in multidisciplinary care teams. Um, it's just looking at how this can be funded. But the Minister has also said that he wants um, to significantly boot up the presence of the My Health Records. GPs are very good at putting everything on My Health Records, specialists are not so much. But if everything was there digitally under the single patient, uh, you know, uh, portal, would that lessen the need to funnel all care through general practice? What having really good digital systems allows is, as you said, it's that communication uh, between all of us. GPs have been pioneers in this space and, 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 uh, and hold that whole record. But the digital systems uh, only allow you to dip in and out. They don't actually access that full record. That's, that's a long way away. So, when we look towards the future and having integrated systems, we need to make sure that we're looking after privacy, looking after access, uh, and looking at how they do things, uh, you know, adopting some of the European controls that they have around privacy. We're not there yet. Dr Nicole Higgins, thank you so much for joining us. Pleasure. Cheers. Dr Nicole Higgins is the president of the Royal Australian College of General Practitioners. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.